All right, what is up, you guys? It is another week that has gone by between another episode, some eliminated player, and some brand drama on the caucus challenge. Here today, I have four contestants here to discuss episode three of the caucus challenge, and we're gonna get right into it because there is a lot to cover. We have some new people here, and I wanna give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. So we're gonna go ahead and start off with the Ava experience. Go ahead and introduce yourself, tell everybody where you're from and some information about you. Hi everyone, so I'm the Ava experience. I'm sure you've heard of me if you haven't, I feel bad, but I was on TLWL, I was on the caucus challenge and you can't wait to learn about me. Yeah, if you want to learn more about Ava, are you vibe with her from this um, from this interview? You can definitely check out the Drain Media pages and watch older seasons of TLWL from Boston, Colorado Springs, all that good stuff because it's full of a lot of Ava drama. So that's going to be definitely interesting to check out. JT, this is your first time on the podcast as well. We had Janice here last week. Go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, well, hey guys, my name is JT here. This is my son Jersey. Um, I've been on the challenge. I've been on TLWL. Um, I've just been on J Media all across the board, and you know I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. JT is a Dre Media vet. I had the pleasure of hanging out with JT in TLWL Dallas. Good people. I'm so glad you're here to join us. Oscar, welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me again. I'm How excited to be back. How have you been? How was it re-watching and reliving the experience week after week? Um, it's good. Um, like reliving everything is kind of like even though I know what's happening, I still get nerves like watching it. Like I get nervous as if I don't know what's gonna happen. And that's awesome. That's got to be a great feeling. Dre, um, the creator of Dre Media himself, a contestant on the season. How are you feeling as this season is? beginning to unravel and it's been juicy uh i'm feeling good thank you for having me today it's the season's just getting started that's all i could say um this episode was the first elimination of the season and you know you got to see the format finally play out so now i'm excited to get to talk about everything that's gonna play out yeah and we're definitely gonna get into all of it. So we left off last episode on a cliffhanger, which MTV does a lot on the challenge, and it's probably one of the worst things ever as a viewer to experience is getting so invested in the episode and realizing, hold up, we don't get to see what happens. But this episode, we got to see what happened in the deliberation. Now, Dre and Oscar, both of you guys were in the trifecta. Um, go ahead and recap who you guys sent in, because each team that was in the trifecta had a sent in a duo. And go ahead and, and tell me about who you guys sent in and what was your thought process with deciding who you, which duo you were going to pick? Um, so it was like a no-brainer, the trifecta and majority of the cast. We were targeting Sabina and Josh. Um, Sabina's a beast and Josh is a wild card, so we didn't know exactly... We knew where Sabina's alliance was, but we didn't know if we would be able to ever convince Josh to like put his foot down. Um, and pre prior to the trifecta, Sabina had gotten into it with Janice, which was my partner. So it made no sense for Janice and I to get blood on our hands and say someone else's name when we already have tension, beef, whatever you want to call it, with um, Sabina and Josh. And then I know Oscar wanted to say Sabina as well. But because we were going to say Sabina, 
he decided that he was just going to go for like the closest ally she had, which was her boyfriend and Jasmine. Yeah, Oscar. Now you have like two different sides. You have like the Dre and Damaris and kind of like like alliance by association with some of Dre's friends because you've been around the Dre Media family in the background. I, I see you filming TLWL seasons when it first started. So I know you know some of the crew, but you also have this whole new crew of the next generation of the challengers within Dre Media, all these high school students on the come up. So was it difficult for you to kind of narrow down on a pair? Yeah, I was thinking about sending in one of the rookies because just like um, for them to like prove themselves and like earn their stripes. But I still wanted to get Sabina out of the game as soon as possible. And if taking her out or the team that she was closest to out was going to get me further, then that's what I wanted to do first. And then I was going to worry about the rookies because this far in the game, I wasn't worried about them. Um, I feel I felt like I could like handle them, even if I had to go into elimination with them. So I wasn't too worried about them. Yeah. And on the opposite end of everything, um, Ava, you were thrown into the elimination and it was you and your partner Beato, um, Sabina and Sabina and Josh, but also Tex and Jazz thrown it up into that kind of three people up for elimination. So describe to me how it felt to be put up into elimination. Honestly, I already knew that they were going to put me into elimination because I heard everyone talking. They were like, she didn't even try. Ava doesn't try. And if you rewatch the clip of me getting absolutely big bodied, you would have seen that there is nothing I could have done in that situation. You, you definitely got rocked. You definitely, does it frustrate you when people are trying to discredit your challenge ability? Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm like half her size. Like, there was no, there was, I know Janice is, and Janice is really tough. But I'm not like that. Like, you know, like, I didn't even see her coming. I didn't even turn my head all the way around. I didn't even know what happened. Like, yeah, she kept you got my shoulder, and then I completely flipped over. Rocked out of nowhere. I want to just shout out some of the audience love. Uh, Dustin said, such an amazing cast. And honestly, we have an amazing crew, a part of this podcast today. Thank some you. icons. Um, it's an amazing cast. It keeps the show so interesting. There's never really a dull moment because the cast really brings it and JT a challenge vet uh, you were safe first round you're like you're done you weren't thrown in your name wasn't really thrown around so coming into this game were you purposefully I know you kind of weren't trying to be in the trifecta in the first challenge you mentioned that in the confessional were you purposely trying mm -hmm. to play a more relaxed game starting off this season of the challenge yeah um I know since it was my first season back uh since I won the challenge before I knew I was going to have a target on my back. So um, it was just a matter of just going in level headed, uh, understanding that, you know, people are probably going to try and get me out. I'm not friends with everybody. And, you know, just stay in that middle crowd and just see what see what comes in front of me. Yeah. And obviously so far it's working out for you. And we're going to get into the everything that went down this episode. Uh, I want to shout out no Robbie in the in the office said Robbie Ice. Ava equals a queen. And we were about to discuss the queen because the queen went into elimination. And so, no, honestly, when, when this challenge was revealed, uh, I was like, oh, easy, done. Like this challenge, the arena elimination, we have Ava and Beato versus Josh and um, Amanda. 
not Josh and Amanda, Stephen and Amanda, sorry. Against Stephen and Amanda. And so when you're picking between the three pairs, you said that B. Ado made the decisions, but describe to me that conversation and how you came up with going against Amanda and Steven. Well, I honestly wasn't involved in that at all. He shouted out before I could even think. He was like, I think that you could take Amanda because you're like her size. And But we didn't know what the challenge was going to be. We didn't know if it was going to be mental or physical. So we didn't know what we were going to have to do against them. And I really liked how at the end of the challenge, the elimination, um, Andrew was like, you know, like Ava, like stepped on the brakes, but like he was the one that couldn't finish the fruit roll up. Like, oh, and, and we're going to get there. But as a viewer and a fan of Dream Media in general, what I've noticed, and I want, because I'm going to keep it real in all these podcasts, in every area of Dream Media where you see the Ava experience, you see someone who's loud, who's vocal, who's going to fight for what she wants. But in that instance, I felt like you took a more passive role. What happened? By doing the elimination, being calm? No, by letting Vieto kind of steamroll these decisions. Well, I think that we're, we've been best friends for a long time. So I kind of trust him. It's not like it's someone I didn't really know well. So I wouldn't understand the strategy, but I was just going with it. I assumed he knew what he was doing. If it was a complete stranger, you would have corrected it. Yes, probably. Ava was done. Like she didn't even. She, the yeah, real conversation. I was out. Like the real there. conversation was. She was. Like, he was like, we have to pick someone to go in, and she's like, what are you talking about? We're out, and he's like, we're not out. We have an elimination, and she's like, what do you mean? Like she had no idea they had. To I go didn't even place. know we were going into elimination, and he was already saying like these two people, and I was like, what are you talking about? I thought we were going home. Like I had absolutely no clue. She was. So, Ava, as being a rookie this season, was was kind of struggling to pick up on the format of the challenge. Yeah, but honestly, sure. in this arena, when this elimination was revealed, and because I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible, I don't know what happens. But as a viewer, I was rooting for Ava and Beato because I just know Ava from TLW Ellen. There's that like family connection within that Dream Media circuit, and I haven't met Amanda or Steven. Steven kind of rubbed me the wrong way early on. But um, go when when that elimination was revealed, it was like done. I was confident. I'm like, there's no way. Ava killed the puzzle. I don't really know Beato and what he's good at, but it looks like the boy can eat. I mean, like it's a fruit roll up. So when you saw what the elimination was, Oscar, as a viewer, who did you think was gonna? Were you were you confident that one team had it? Yeah, I was really confident. So the first round, I wasn't sure, but then after I saw. Okay, so I was rooting for Amanda and Steven because Amanda's on, like, my side. Right. Um, nothing against Ava or Beato, but, uh, you know, it's just numbers. And then when I saw the first round, I was like, okay, Steven's eating it really fast, so I'm pretty sure we got this because Beato was taking a lot longer. For sure. Yeah. I thought I was doing the puzzles pretty quickly. Yeah, Ava was I was great. carrying my weight, but... Apparently oh yeah, as as a viewer, you can definitely see um, that Vieto kind of flopped in this elimination. Ava actually caught up. She was finishing the puzzles normally at the same time as Amanda, but there's only so much catch up you could do. Uh, Ava, how frustrating! How frustrating was that? Just watching your game kind of slip out of your hands. Honestly, at that point, after how exhausted I was from the first run. 
I know you saw that that took me out too. That, the run, and then getting big bodied, you already knew. Like, I was in bad shape. Like, I was like, you know what? At that point, I kind of accepted defeat because I was like in so much pain. Uh, you honestly, you like such a great job with puzzle. I know it was really weird in this deliberation. Um, it was really, I'm laughing at like audience comments and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there. It was really weird in this deliberation that, you know, I love how Ava was like, you, you don't want to pick us to go on elimination because you saw how we did in the puzzle, we can compete. And then Beata was just throwing shade at Ava. Yep. Um, Ava, like, is there anything you want to say to Beato on camera officially or anything that you just want to speak out about that people might not have a chance to see filmed? Um, all I can say is that I tried my best and I feel like that's all I can do. Um, I feel like I'm going to try better next time. Next time? Because I want to, I want to pull back a quote. I want to pull back a quote to this season. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, this is like a rough quote. Okay. Uh, something, something along the lines of, "Yeah, this, this just isn't for me. I'm just built different. I'm not built for this. This is my last season of the challenge." So my question for you is: Is this really gonna be your last season of the caucus challenge? Well, I feel like that's not really a question for me. I feel like the subscribers need to go to Dre Media and they need to check it out, the new season, as soon as it drops. Okay. And and who knows? Maybe we will see a familiar face. And I was laughing at this comment from Clayton in the audience. Uh, not be able gagging from a fruit roll-up. Like, come on now. Seriously. Uh, I was like, come on, dude. It's a fruit roll-up. It's, it's one of those like frustrating audience. I feel like they evened each other out because Ava was like, no, no shade, Ava. Probably the worst partner he could have had because they were friends. So she didn't really feel like, like, you know, like when you're with someone that's your friend, like, I like, I don't know. I kind of saw it as like, if I'm with my friend, I'm going to try way harder. But I think she saw it as like, this is my friend. He's not going to really get mad at me because I think that if she was partnered with any other guy, um, for example, she her options were Beato or JT. If she would have had JT and pulled that shit, like pull what shit? You're saying I didn't try? I'm not the elimination. I'm saying like you were just checked out. You were checked out. I mean, of course I could. How could I not be checked out? Did you see the condition that I was in? I think it was just realizing that like this is not TWL. No, this but is going into the talent. season, I going kept into the season, I thought I had it, but guess what? You know, you win some, you lose some. Exactly, well, and so I want to. Yeah, she was just. Running. I, I want to move on to <laughs> Adarius. Agreed. Oh, period. Um, I want to move on because we didn't get to see this part, which is honestly, I'm kind of like a little disappointed it wasn't filmed. But there was a night out of partying before that next challenge. So, Oscar, did you get to go out to any of the partying? I know you're in the high school crew. Were you a part of that experience? No, I was not a part of that experience. That experience was 18 and up. They went out to, I think, a club or something. But that was not, I couldn't take part in that night. Which honestly might have helped you out the next day in that in that challenge. Mm -hmm. um, Feeling feeling rested, not Clayton saying he is 12. Um, shade. So, okay, Ava, I'm, I don't know if you were out there or not. Dre, I, I know you were out partying. Uh, was there any behind the, behind the scenes tea or behind the scenes drama that came about? Because I know this cast is so messy. There had to have been something that happened out of that club 
that wasn't showcased on the episode? I wasn't part of the club situation, but Lance, like as soon as he got there, like basically he was like, we squashed the beef in Colorado Springs. Like we have nothing to worry about, like no problems, no shade. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I told him, I was like, I'm nervous. Like, cause I feel like we're going to fight. And he was like, that's just not the case. And then, of course, what he, he did the same thing he did in Colorado, wouldn't really say anything to me until he, like, talked about it on camera first. So I thought that was really interesting. No shade to him. I'm just noticing patterns. I had to point it out. Okay. Dre, is there any, like, behind-the-scenes drama or tea that happened out of the club scene? Um, Not – I wouldn't really say, like, drama because, for the most part, it was our alliance that went out. So okay. the only person that wasn't in our alliance, and I'm glad, like, they didn't really, like I said, it was Josh. Josh came out with us, but he didn't speak about game with us when we were out. So, like, I was just watching Deja and Lance and Josh and JT drink. Like, I was, des I wanted to be designated driver because I was like, oh, I'm so ready to get these people from who, who, who got the most messed up that night? Well, clearly, if you see in the episode, JT couldn't even get out of bed. Like, I was so, you don't even understand. I was so mad at Deja and JT because Deja was the one that convinced us to go out. I didn't want to go out because I knew something like that would happen. And so when they pulled up the next morning, JT couldn't even get out of bed. And I, Deja, I was like, you better get him to compete because you're going to mess up the whole season if he goes out like this. Like, like you guys wanted to go out. But realistically, me and Lance were just like sitting there like, I was drinking cranberry juice the whole night. He was drinking a little bit, but we just kept giving John like drinks. And Lauren was with us from TLWL and she kept, it was John's birthday. So she kept giving him drinks, giving him drinks. And I don't want like no Tino shade, but I'm pretty sure we we all knew what we were doing. We were trying to- So it was strategy. And now we have a great question from the viewers, Adarius, who I, I think is a part of the TLWL family, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's gonna be on an upcoming season. Um, but he asked, do you guys think going out to party is the best way to do damage control if you feel like you're in trouble? Do you think Josh maybe could have used this as an opportunity to bond? Do you think that this was not smart for certain people? A hundred percent. We went out and from what I was told after, like long after, I was told Josh was crying because he was really hurt that Janice and I voted him. But he never showed me that type of energy. If he would have pulled me aside and like I'm I'm a player that thinks with I'm very strategic, but I also am very like attached to my emotions and empathetic. So like if he would have really been like, like, you know, like Dre, like you're one of my only friends here, like why would you do that to me? Like I promise, like I'm not gonna I will make sure Sabina never says your name. I would have been like, okay, maybe we can like do something. I wouldn't have been in alliance with him, but like I would have like laid off him a little bit, but he didn't. Like he just made it seem like, all right, game is game. Like let's not talk about it. Let's have a good time. So I was like, all right, cool. We're on opposite sides, and that's what it is. Well, awesome. It sounds like it was a wild night that definitely impacted the game the next day. Before we get into the next challenge, Oscar, they introduced this twist of the relic. How about you explain to everybody what the relic is and what it does? So what the relic is, is that if you go into elimination and you win, you get this, um, I, what would you call it? Like a statue, like a, like, hold on. it's like a little statue and 
it basically what it does is that the next time it comes around to vote, the next time it comes around around to vote, you cannot be put in. You're safe from elimination. So and um, am I right? I don't know. I didn't. I was not. I didn't get a relic, so I don't know. Was it safety? Was it safety and an advantage, or just safety? So as far as we know now in the audience, from like as a viewer perspective, um, if you have, you get the relic from winning an elimination and that guarantees your safety in the next upcoming elimination, which means you can't be sent in. So Steven and Amanda, who seem to be on the bottom right now of every kind of alliance, whatever, whatever way you look at it, they kind of seem like they're on the bottom of everything, but now all of a sudden they're safe. Dre going into this next challenge, does that put on the extra pressure that, hey, I need to ensure my safety by being in that trifecta because all of a sudden people are safe that aren't supposed to be safe in your plans? Um, so two things I want to touch on. One, I hated the relic twist. I absolutely hated it because my strategy is to not touch elimination. Therefore, that relic does not help me because I'm never going into elimination. I don't want to be in there. So I'm... Um, that was i thought that was a terrible twist i hated it and um so when amanda and steven had it and like they weren't trying and stuff i i kind of knew like okay this is like what i didn't expect anything different from steven i was like this is bs but what i will say for steven is People, I don't think people are seeing his game. Like, I didn't even see his game until I rewatched it. If you watch when they go to vote, like when they first voted in the first round for the trifecta, and JT is not here to say it, which is why I'm going to speak up on it. But I had spoken to JT, and I was like, how the hell did Ava and Biedo end up in elimination? Like, the target was Sabina and Josh. What went wrong? And basically, each team decided, let's let's just vote together. And we'll tie it so the trifecta could split it. And um, they left Steven with the tiebreaker vote. And Steven wanted to go last so he could flip it and save Sabina. So, like, I know he probably looks like he's not trying and he's not. But there's strategy to what he's doing. He's making sure, like, at least from what I saw, he was making sure that Sabina and Tex were safe. Like he he played the entire house because we left it up to Steven to vote in his best friend. Ava, did you have any conversations with Steven at all, like this whole game, or was it kind of like the fate of your game was in some random person's hands? Um, I felt like it was kind of like small talk, but never like conversations. And I was out too quick to like make more friends. Yeah. Well, I like twist definitely shakes up the game. It kind of gives the underdog an extra life in a sense. Um, but it was interesting because a lot of people in their confessionals were like, oh, if I would have known the relic was a thing, I would have gone into elimination and I would have tried to get a relic. And as a viewer, I'm like, what? That makes literally no sense. Why would you want to go to elimination? Oscar, is there ever a situation to where you'd want to even go into an elimination to try and get a relic? Or was your strategy just try and stay out of the elimination as much as possible? Yeah, absolutely not. My thing is, is that do not go into elimination if you don't have to. You don't go into, don't vote, your, don't vote yourself in, don't, not like nothing. If you don't have to go into elimination, then don't. You just have to try to win the challenge. And if you win, then you're good. I, I totally agree. And as we get into this next challenge, it's called Time Lapse. Dre, describe to me and everybody who maybe hasn't seen the, the essence of this challenge. Tell us what this challenge is. 
So uh, the pairs, we had to run two miles, I think it was. But in between the, every, so we had to run two laps, which are a mile each. So, and you have to stay linked to your partner at all times. So you do the first lap, you come back to the starting line, and then there's a magic hexagon puzzle, which is like kind of Sudoku, but every way that every row, what column, however it is, diagonal, it had to equal 38. Um, and then you were only able to run your second mile, um, the second lap after completing that puzzle. And once all the teams got to the puzzle, if the teams weren't able to figure it out, it we only had 10 minutes. Once all the teams were there, it turned into like a times, um, like a timer. And they only had 10 minutes to figure it out before they were able to all run around. So now, Dre, you and Janice were the first people to finish your puzzle. And that kind of, you weren't the first people to arrive at the puzzle. You were one we of the last place. And that puzzle, and like in every reality show, everything, like a huge saying is like, it's not over till it's over. You have no idea. I heard Lance say in the episode that the puzzle is going to be the equalizer. And it really was because you had teams that were showing up last, like you and Janice, finish that puzzle first and ultimately win the challenge coming out in first place. Who kind of carried their weight more in the puzzle? Was it you or was it Janice? Who is the brains behind this duo? 100% Janice, 100% so a secret math nerd. She is the mastermind when it comes. This was the issue. So when we took off, what you guys didn't see is JT was in second to last and Janice would not shut up about JT. Like we were actually like bickering back and forth because I'm trying, like she was not motivating me to run at all. She was just worried about JT. So and I was like out of breath. And somehow, I don't know what kicked in, JT like started cursing all of us out and was like, F this, like, you guys think I'm going home this round? And he just sped up and oh. he, he like passed all of us. So she's worried about JT. I'm worried about getting the trifecta. Me and Deja, me, Deja, Lance, and Janice are the two last place teams. And th those were, that was my number one pairing. So I was like, great, like one of us is probably going to go home. <clears throat> so once we start getting closer to the puzzle, I asked Janice, I'm like, are you good at puzzles? Like, are you smart? She's like, yeah, I'm really smart, blah, blah, blah. As soon as she saw it, she knew what she was doing. And we just, we had it in the bag from right there. When we took off, we couldn't even see a team. We had, there was not one team running behind us. You definitely had a huge lead. Oscar, you and Sarah, it seemed like you were doing really well at the puzzle too. Um, now there was a lot of like cheating going on. It's either kind of like, you knew you had a chance or you knew that you just needed to try and copy off someone else who had who had a chance. Um, were a lot of people trying to look at your scoreboard, uh, like describe that whole like cheating and looking at everyone else's boards moment for us? So uh, Sarah and I got back to the puzzle or like whatever you want to call it and we were doing it. Mostly her because I'm not good at math and I'm like, Andrew, I don't know if it was caught on camera or Dre. He was like, okay, you guys are lucky you're in high school. Like they're just learn, like they know how to do it. And I was, that was completely true. Like this is what we do in school. Like for like free time, we have to do these puzzles. So Sarah knew how to do it, but then we were stuck on one of the rows. Like we couldn't figure out the last mm. numbers. So we were trying to cheat off of people, but then everyone started coming up to us because they saw that we only had two left. So we were huddling, but still trying to cheat at the same time. 
Ava, did you think you would have a chance at this challenge? Because we already know you're not a fan of the running. Um, well, honestly, the running really caught me off guard. I think that if another thing happened before the running, I would have done a lot better before I even entered the first challenge. Yeah. Are you good at math? Did this challenge that you didn't get to compete in, did it, were you jealous that you couldn't compete or you were you like, I'm happy to be out of the game? Um, I'm better. I'm definitely a lot better at mental challenges because the physical stuff, really not my thing. Um, I didn't realize how out of shape I was until I actually did this. Yeah. And honestly, it's experiences like this that kind of, you go in confident, like, I'm going to kill this. It's, it's a wrap. It's game over. And you leave experience experiences, like, sometimes thinking, like, okay, I need to get into the gym more. I need to – it kind of, like, knocks you down a few pegs. But, honestly, this challenge kind of created a little drama and stirred a little bit of drama up at the end because Steven, more than Amanda, Steven and Amanda made a lot of enemies and caused a lot of commotion because they had the relic, and so they didn't feel this need to maybe compete as hard. They wanted to conserve energy, whatever the reason was. But now, what side were you on? Were you on the side of, okay, I understand why they walked. I probably would have walked too. Or were you like, they should have hustled their asses off. It, it was kind of like either disrespectful or it was kind of like, uh, because they walked feeling safe. It kind of rubbed you the wrong way. Um, Dre, how did you feel about Steven and Amanda walking and not really giving it their all in this challenge? Um, personally, I didn't, I didn't care because they weren't a threat to me. Like I was like, yeah, they have the relic, but I know Amanda and I know she will never like the thing, the difference between Amanda and Steven and Josh and Sabina is that Amanda will not say my name. Like she will, if, if, if it comes down to it uh, and her and her partner can't vote the, the same way, it'll go to whatever the chances are, wheel, trifecta, I don't care. With Josh, I feel like Josh is the type of player that he'll be like, oh, damn, like, okay, like, I'm doing what Sabina wants because I don't want to risk my own game. So with them coming in last, I think even if they didn't have the relic, they were going to come in last. So it, it didn't alter the game. The only thing that it altered was they could not go in, which to me, I don't think they were the weakest team there, maybe, like, physically, but they just – they picked up the slack when it came to the elimination. Ava and Amanda were very neck and neck, and Steven dogged Biedo in Eden. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I think the fact that they didn't run, it didn't really bother me. I know that if it was me, I'm I don't think they were strategic about it. Like they could have made sure there was more options and they should have been in the trifecta to maybe save their alliances, but they didn't want to. and it wasn't even Amanda, it was mostly Steven. He was not running. Yeah. Oscar, watching that, and, and I wonder, like, if you had the relic, would you take it as, like, an easy round to not make enemies? You don't have to get into trifecta. Sometimes it's just as beneficial to have a vote with who goes into elimination if you feel you're safe. Like, honestly, yes, you could put a, um entire team, not the comments, you could put up an entire team up for elimination, but sometimes one or two votes, especially when the numbers start to dwindle, is all it takes to really swing the, the direction of the game. Would you take it an easier round and throw in the challenge and not go in the trifecta if you had the relic, or would you have fought hard to get in the trifecta? Um, I would have fought to be in the trifecta for sure, but I definitely wouldn't have been more like upset if I didn't. Like, I'm always going to try to do my best and get to the top no matter what. 
but I wouldn't be so, I don't know like the word, cause I would try at like, I wouldn't just like be like whatever, but it's not as a big deal to me if I have safety. Right. So and we get uh, really quick. Lauren said, "Why does Oscar look swollen?" I know it's because I woke up from a nap and did and got on camera and my allergies too. So it's just not. I wasn't gonna show the comment. I wasn't gonna show it. Shout out to Lauren. We stand, Lauren. Lauren is an icon, a legend. Um, you can distract us any day. We are happy to have you a part of the podcast. Um, my dream media legend love lauren one of my faves i want to see lauren in a challenge period done make it happen drink yeah i know she never just you know raise give her a stipend you know cut her a check i bet she will compete in a challenge i'm ready to see it i'll contribute to the venmo lauren you better compete in the caucus challenge soon or else i'm writing um anyway so we get this new trifecta we have some vets from the trifecta dre and janice the only team to Make it into two trifectas of the season so far. They're safe again. We have JT and Camilla, um, and Damaris and Nevin. And yes, we did see Lauren. We saw you do the slip and slide. Can you imagine whole, cha whole challenge? Yes, it's called quality content, and that's what we're here for to see at Dream Media. We need to see the quality content. So in this trifecta, Oscar, how are you feeling? You got two siblings in the trifecta and you have your entire crew voting because they're not in the trifecta. Do you feel necessarily like really confident with the way this round turned out? Yeah, I wasn't really worried. Um, I was pretty confident I'm, I wasn't going in. Um, and I, with my two siblings in there, I was like, okay, they're not gonna say my names. And I, like I, I knew Sarah. Sarah came up to me and was like she was nervous because that was the first time we weren't in the top three. But I was just trying to calm her down. I was like, "There's no way my brother's gonna say my name or my sister." So with those two teams, we're fine. There's no way. We're going. And there's twists and turns away. You you never really know. Like you can feel a little safe, but you can never feel like too sure unless you're Dre and you're in the trifecta twice in a row. So Dre, how did it feel to kind of? Does this add pressure for you to be have to perform week after week? Um, because do you think this is creating a target on your back, getting in the trifecta again? Um, no, I like not to sound calm, but I just knew I was so well aligned. The only people I really had to worry about, because no scene, no shade, and no disrespect. The only team that I would be somewhat nervous to go against in elimination that was not on my lines was Sabina and Josh because Sabina is strong as hell. Like she is a beast. She plays dirty. She has no, she will do what she will slam a two-year-old to the ground if she has to, to win an elimination. So I was like, if we have to do something physical, Josh and I are evened out. But I think like Sabina, especially with all everything going on, she will probably try and kill Janice. Um, so I just knew I was like, as long, like, even if we're not in the trifecta, we are in a really good spot. But when we got told do not come in last place, I was not risking it. I was not risking it because I didn't know what the vote was going to – I didn't know what was going to happen. I just heard don't come in last place. So, obviously, we came in first place. But something that – um with the trifecta is that Oscar did – I think Oscar really messed up my game a little bit because he should have been in the trifecta, but because – he gave our sister the freaking puzzle that she was not in our alliance. 
he ended up losing the spot in the trifecta because he was in third place with Sarah the whole time until he gave the puzzle to them. They copied it, and Sarah needed a break when running the second lap, so Damaris and Nevin passed them. And it, 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 um, I wasn't really worried about Andrew. I was just I, like, he had the numbers, so I just knew my sister wasn't. Even if whoever came, like, if I would have given it to him or my sister, I was good, and he would have been good too. Like, my sister would not have said his name. I I know how she is. She wouldn't have done that. So I think he was just in his head. So no. I don't think. She Messed up. That's the thing. Out of me, my brother, and sister, Oscar is the most the the one that will probably get called out the most. So him not being in the trifecta only makes it harder for me and my sister to make sure whoever we nominate isn't gonna call him in. If my sister, like realistically, whoever like the odds of my sister getting called into elimination by someone with Nevin is way higher. I mean, way lower than if Oscar and Sarah are an available pick. Does that make sense? Yeah. And as as we get to the end of this episode, you see why it's so important important to come in that trifecta because that really is the only way to guarantee your safety in the round. In the it ends with the forming the trifecta. We don't know who is sent in, but what we do know in the next in the preview is that next week is a double elimination week. And honestly, I mean, my guess of how that's going to happen is probably the team that got in last place. The challenge might automatically be in the arena. Even if the trifecta has to nominate two pairs to go in and there's a, whatever, whatever happens, what I do know is that the numbers are slim. I, I haven't done the math yet, but I think only like one pair, maybe two, are going to be safe and not in elimination next week. So, Oscar, like when you found out, take us a little bit. Don't give us too much because we haven't seen the episode yet. But when you found out it was a double elimination, were you kind of panicking just a little bit when you were doing numbers? Oh, yeah, for sure. I I told Sarah, I was like, this is it. I was like, we're going to go into elimination and they're going to put they're going to put us up against. There was no way all of us were going to go in like one way or another, one way or another. So I was like, this is it. Like. We just have to try our best, but did, that, did you regret kind of helping out your sister and not guaranteeing safety for yourself after you found that out? Honestly, I'm I didn't I don't think that I personally I don't think that giving my sister the puzzle was going to change her coming in third place because at the end of the day, everyone was taking breaks while we were running and her and Nevin weren't taking breaks. So they were, they were, I only took one break and that was towards the end because of Sarah. So I really think that Sarah was the one who caused it. And I think there was no stopping Damaris and Evan being the trifecta. Well, I cannot wait to find out what happens next. I always like to close out these podcasts with one last question to everybody who's involved. And my question for this week is what would you say to someone watching at home? who wants to play the caucus challenge? What would you say to someone who's watching at home who's like, I can do this, I wanna be a part of this. We're gonna start off with Ava. What would you say to someone watching at home saying they wanna be a part of the caucus challenge? First of all, if I have any viewers out there that wanna request to do the challenge with me, I'll do it with you. Okay, so she's she's already calling out for 
uh, fresh meat challenge yeah. with fans. But what what's some yeah. advice you could give someone? Like your your partner is out there watching this right now. What piece of advice do they need to know before they come on the challenge and are partnered with the Avia Experience? Okay, so honestly, like next challenge, I'm gonna prepare two to three months before. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna train because I wasn't physically ready, like I thought I would be. So you're you want to be physically prepared, like just start getting ready. It's more than what you bargained for a little bit. But honestly, it's a good realization. You can only come back and get stronger, um, or you can come back and get first boot again. But let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, Oscar, what would you say to somebody who is watching at home who wants to be part of the caucus challenge? Um, definitely that it's not as easy as it looks or it seems. It, when I rewatch it, it definitely looks easier. But, you know, it is harder. Like, you may look at it and be like, oh, like, eat baby food, throw a ball into a bucket. Like, it's not as easy as it looks. Um, and I would just say come prepared to play a physical game, mental game, and all of it. Like, don't just come in with, like, a physical Like, you need to be able to strategize and play a social game, too. Good advice. Good advice. Now, Dre, as the creator of the Caucus Challenge, the producer, the mastermind, the man behind the scenes and in front of the scenes, what would you say to anybody who wants to be a part of the Caucus Challenge? Um, I would say do your research um, and, you know, come like Oscar and Ava both said, like, this is not just it looks easy, but it's not like you go there. I thought I was going to go there and I'm the creator of this. I thought I was going to go in there and run circles around these people. The running fucking took me out every round and um, all is fair in love, war and challenges. So it doesn't matter if you're if you're 16 or you're 30. It doesn't matter if you're six foot or five, five. You, you're everybody's going to get treated equally. And you just got to have the most heart if you want to do well. And that's what I love about the challenge. And what I love about the caucus challenge is that even the people you would never expect to kill it, or you, you never really know what's going to happen. Twist could change the game up. There's so many equalizers that will level the playing field. And it's a great way for people to prove something to others and kind of prove something to themselves because you never really know what you're capable of until you're in a situation like this and we saw that with Janice last episode and I'm excited to see what happens next week as the next pair gets eliminated and it's a double elimination so it's just going to get more crazy and more crazy and we will be here next week to chat all about it thank you so much Ava, Oscar and Dre for joining us and we will see you next week make sure you tune in to Dre Media on YouTube and on Instagram the Ava Experience uh, on go check, check out the Ava Experience Go check out Oscar at I'm Oscar Rodriguez. Um, I'm your host, Jalen Roach, and thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye.